Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Now we are. <laughs> <laughs> now we are episode 13 quarantined dating welcome back to the new truth podcast kate and i are super super excited to talk to you today and support you with whatever your truth is during this time we want to be really clear about that i'm super passionate about saying how you don't have to stop and put your love life on hold Right now, if you're at home alone, practicing social distancing, distancing like you're supposed to, <laughs> um, right now, you are more than allowed to still be dating and creating epic and amazing conversations and connections with all kinds of people right now. And if you've been probably before the quarantine, a little hustle dating and, and too much. Maybe now is a good time to date yourself, but we're going to talk about it all on today's podcast. So Kate, where should we begin? Uh, I don't know. I'm super excited to talk about this because I think it's cool that two months ago, we couldn't have pre-planned this episode. We could not except for if we had talked to astrologers and all the psychics and everyone that knew that this was coming, that the crash of the economy and the social isolation and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like, yeah, I like the, that this is, we're, we're, we're recording on the fly and just seeing, um, yeah, seeing such a place, um, of opportunity for you to start showing up differently in this quarantine isolation, this experience that we have never seen in our lifetime. And this is an opportunity for you to do something different right now. Yeah. We're certainly being asked to yeah. right now. Like not really have, don't not really have really a choice. Have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm curious to hear like what, you know, what you're hearing from your clients because so much of why I wanted to talk about this is because I was watching the two polarities, right? Like either people saying like, oh my God, my love life is the last thing I'm thinking about right now. But also I could feel and sense in their heart is, of course, they still want to be connecting with people, especially my single clients who are now even more alone than they've ever been. So that's what was important to me. What are your clients saying? Yeah, it's it, same thing. Like I'm really noticing that this, this, you know, oh, I can't, I can't think about that right now. I can't focus on that right now. And yet I think that that's what we all need. It's like to take our focus off the talking about COVID-19, I notice when I go for walks, every single person I pass, like when they're in twos, they're all talking about it. And you go on social media, every single post, like, I don't, I don't think I've seen one post that's not about it. 
mm-hmm. about COVID-19, except for yours, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, it, uh, yes, this is a hot topic. Obviously, it's all-consuming, which is why I think it's the perfect opportunity to, to shift your focus mm-hmm. and to take your focus off of talking about the fear, the unknown, the, you know, the worry, the doubt, the, like all of everything that's happening is out of our control anyways. And as we've said so many times on this, I was going to say call on this (laughs) podcast that so many times that um, the only thing we have control over is our inner world. And I think that, you know, using this time as an opportunity to date, an opportunity to to have virtual connections with people is such a blessing. Like that yeah. is, you know, something you can do that is fun. Obviously, if you're not having fun, you're not talking to the right person if fun is one of your values. But like use it as an opportunity not to distract yourself. So that yeah. it's like, I, I definitely want to speak to throughout this episode, what, where is it coming from? But not as a distraction, but as a, as a tool to go deeper into your relationship within yourself, your notices, what are you noticing? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you feeling while you're chatting with this person? How does the conversation flow? What's coming up for you? And are you attached or are you able to stay in just enjoying the experience and letting it be what it is until the next time if there is another conversation? So there's so it's, yeah, it's just such a great time to really shift your attention and shift your focus and practice everything that we've been talking about on all the other episodes. And let's start then with how you can actually create connection online without immediately seeing each other. And what I'm super psyched about is now we're being asked to slow down the process right now. Everything we have talked about regarding the fantasy ideal and projection or getting in bed too quickly, moving in too quickly and without actually knowing someone now, what I'm so moved by is people will actually have to come come it'll come to a head like do I know how to speak honestly do I know how to speak authentically and my first point is and I'm super fired up about this you can't fake curiosity like you can't fake it no and so one of the keys let's talk about a core key of creating connection you have to be genuinely curious about who you're talking to, about their world, about their thoughts and their feelings and what matters to them. And you actually have to be listening, not listening so that you then have something to respond to. But I, one of the biggest pains for me around dating in general, quarantined or not, is people act like it's someone else's job to make them feel something. Mm. Right. This is if you haven't already listened to it's not Tinder, it's you go back and listen to that episode. But this main piece of right, like I, I think what is really we need to put front and center is if you're bored right now and then you sign on to a dating app or you start talking to someone and your, your intention is make me feel something, entertain me like it's over. Right. The connection is now not possible. Right, because you're not participating in it. And so let's first start with I'm responsible for my well being. I am responsible for my experience. It's no one's job to make me feel worthy or make me happy or make me feel beautiful. And this is an extraordinary human being that's in front of me that I don't know. And how can I be genuinely curious about them? Because you just can't fake it. 
You either no. genuinely care about who you're talking to and getting to know them or you don't. And so anything you want to say about that? Yeah. So I just want to say that um, I, I, maybe we've talked about this on another episode, but I just want to give a, a quick loving boundary that you can set if it's not feeling aligned and you're not feeling curious about this person, because I, I, I've had, I can't tell you how many clients I've had that have complained about dating because they're like, it's such a waste of time. It's like three hours with that guy, two hours with that guy, four hours with that guy. And I'm like, not even interested in him. And so um, that, that in the moment, if you're feeling in your body and remember, always come back to where's it coming from? right? If it's that feeling in your body versus a story in your mind, if your mind is holding on to a checklist, then your focus is on him, not on you. And then you, you potentially might be sabotaging someone who might be a really good fit for you and, um, and vice versa, fantasy. Uh, so if you're in your mind and you're following the script of what the guy's supposed to be like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's just a distraction from your own truth. And of course, this is the new truth. So lean into your body as you're on the phone, like be in a relaxed position, have your body fully relaxed, or if you're on video or whatever, and breathe and feel. And if you're feeling a no, as you're talking to them, you at one, you know, when you, when there's a pause in the conversation, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to get on this call with me tonight. I'm just, it's feeling like a no for me, but I think you're a great guy or I'm sure you're a great guy. And I wish you all the best with your quarantining, with your dating and yeah, thanks again. And then mm -hmm. you end the conversation. So it's a loving boundary. You lubricate it. You've got the acknowledgement on either side, but you can do that, right? You don't have mm -hmm. to stay on the phone with someone for 10 hours because, <laughs> because they showed up for you. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would say, keep that in mind. And so this is such a great opportunity to play with this, like, is it coming from my mind or is it coming from my body? Is there a story I'm attached to? Am I attached to a checklist or am I f having a sensation in my body? And I would say use this time as, as a, a not, an opportunity to practice non-attachment dating, right? Non-attachment. Like you, we the don't know. When we'll see. We <laughs> the don't, most important way to date. Exactly. Which is exactly, which is why this is such a gift because ultimately we don't know when we're, we'll be able to see each other again. And so use this time as an opportunity to really, really practice non-attachment dating. You know, even if, a, even if you have a call with someone who goes so well and you're yeah. super lit up and you're super excited and you're super turned on and you're just like, you feel so alive after the call, notice your mind wanting to take you down to, okay, now I can't wait for the next call and the next date. When's he going to text? And, and cause that's your saboteur or that's here to sabotage everything versus mm -hmm. leaning back and celebrating that you just had an amazing call, celebrating that you feel amazing and, and, and lean into the feeling and bask in it. Allow yourself mm -hmm. to actually enjoy the feelings that are running in your body and then choose to do other things that create more of that sensation in your body instead of thinking it's the guy. So this is mm -hmm. such a perfect opportunity for you to practice that. Mm. And, and the classic, right, energy flows where attention goes. Yes. So one of our core practices is always appreciation, right? And when I think of this time, right, you can either put all of your attention on not being able to see people or you can put your attention on, wow, I can actually connect with people right now. There are probably more than ever 
people are online dating. Like more hundreds of thousands of people have now just put a profile up. People that maybe you never would have met before. And some of my clients have now, and I'm, I'm so proud of them, actually reached out to their crushes. Right. So in this time, people that normally would depend on seeing the, their crush at an event or at a gathering, they have had the courage to actually make the first move now. Right. Yes. And initiate connection. And that's all we're doing. Yes. Right? We have to all take this pressure off even calling it dating. I'm sure yeah. we yes. I mean, that's everything we said. And, and it's not gender. It's you. Right. This is quarantined connection. Right. This is social isolation and being connected. Right. And when you are not focusing on what's next, right, when you're not attached, then you can actually enjoy and appreciate what's possible. Right. Appreciate the gift that you're having. And I also think now is the time to be willing to reach out to people and say, like, hey, have you, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this. I think people don't get asked. People don't ask to be set up enough. Right. I'm really passionate about that. Right. There's a difference between saying like, Hey, do you know anyone great that you can set me up with rather than, Hey, do you know anyone who is fun? Right. Or whatever your three values, you know, that matter to you and actually saying like, Hey, is there anyone that you think would be a good fit for me, a good match for me? And can you set up a a zoom date? (laughs) for us. Yeah. Just getting to know people. And I think that's one of, that's been one of my like truly secret gifts. Cause it, of of course I wouldn't have become a relationship coach if that wasn't the case of being genuinely curious about people. Yeah. But I feel like I have to just keep coming back to that. So one of the things I always say is you can either be self-conscious or confident, not both. Yeah. And in self-consciousness, you're only thinking about yourself and how you're being perceived. Now the conversation is a whole performance, right? You're projecting an ideal onto yourself rather than being confident in who you are, trusting that you are an incredible, interesting, powerful, passionate person. And that's what you're bringing to the table. Any dating, quarantined or not, gets messy when someone's more concerned with their self-consciousness than being confident in the approach. Yes. Okay. So I love that. And so having said that, the most important thing is to not go on these virtual dates using it as a way to fill you up right now during this time. So if you are feeling bored, like you said earlier, and you're dating to get something, is like, So if you're not feeling confident within yourself, you're not feeling good within yourself, you're not feeling healthy and vivacious, Mm -hmm. and that's harder right now, but it's possible. There are so many amazing online classes. I'm doing my bar workouts every morning. There's live bar workouts. Mm -hmm. I'm doing live yin yoga classes at night. There's sister gatherings. There's, There's so much happening right now. And so you might not already have the practice of nurturing yourself and taking care of yourself and finding ways to feel good inside of your own body, this is an opportunity for you to practice. Clean your house, you know, make sure your house feels good, light candles, play music, have, have the, the energy of your space feel really good. And then use the time that you have in the day. Obviously we all have a lot more time, even if we're still working because we're not running from A to B to C to D throughout the day. And so use the extra time that you have to nourish yourself and nurture yourself so that when you do have a a virtual date that you're showing up filled up and you're not needing something from this person 
in and that's how you show up confidently. If you're showing up needing something from them, needing validation, needing, you know, a, a jolt of feeling good, needing anything, that's, you know, that's when it goes sideways because we're not really set up to be magnetic, right? You want to be set up so you feel filled up within yourself and and then the date can just be for fun, right? As it always should be. Same with our relationships, right? Where it, it gets to be a bonus where we take responsibility for how we feel in every aspect of our life and then we go on the date and it's a bonus. Right. Right. And now it's just no excuses, right? Because we're not running around, right? And so it is, how am I taking care of myself right now? And my, I mean, most of my clients are coming from the overgiving, you know, codependent uh, end of the polarity and their work is like learning what it means to truly put themselves first. And for me, putting yourself first isn't like I matter more than everybody else. Putting myself first is my well-being matters most. Right, my well-being. How am I feeling today? Am I nourished? Am I in a state where I actually have the capacity to think clearly and to give? And most of all, the fear and panic right now is just from being dysregulated. Right? Everyone needs to understand that if you're overwhelmed by feeling, your rational mind turns off. It's off. You actually can't think clearly. And you can be overwhelmed by the feeling of love. And then your mind doesn't think clearly and that's why you move in too fast or why you get in bed too fast or why you're in fantasy because it can be you can be swept by positive feeling also um, just as much as negative and so that self nourishment is everything and I love that you just said that about all the bar classes and I I'm, I'm super obs- obsessed with Julianne Huff and she's been offering like uh, Instagram lives of her Kinergy movement which is it's what she do she's like movement breath and visualization and just 15 minutes like major state change shift of empowerment and so making sure you know that's the the noticing of like okay if i'm moving kind of slowly or if i tend to have lower energy then maybe what i need right now are the workouts that are boosting right that are playing fun movement fun music and i'm jumping up and down or i'm doing more high intensity and if you're moving a little fast you're a little more hyper in your energy that's me (laughs) Um, I, I need the yoga and I need the grounding and the slower paced, uh, workouts. And so this is, this is the time to get to know yourself and really with quarantine dating, why we wanted to talk about this is because look, it's like life isn't stopping, right? Life is changing, but life hasn't stopped. You're still alive. You have the gift of being alive right now. And consciousness, the new truth movement, everything that we stand for is, is becoming awake, becoming yeah. a woman that's awake in her life, that's making choices from the truth of who she is, that's aligned with who she is, not from fear, not from neediness, and not from old conditioned habitual patterns where you walk through your world like why did I come well your whole life is like why did I come in this room again what did I come down here for or how did I end up here right that's what unconsciousness you know feels like yeah and being a and being just like stuck in the victim trap right now I mean there is so much collective fear on the planet and of course there's fear because there's there's so much unknown ahead of us actually just did a post about this 
everything's always unknown. Like life is actually completely out of our control and everything is unknown. The future is not ours, but we think it is. And so, yes, this is unprecedented times. Yes, we've never experienced this before where everybody in the world is quarantined or self-isolating at home. And yet it's happening right? And so we can focus on the fear and we can read, you know, article after article and watch news after news after news and scroll on Facebook all day long and just sit in the anxiety of it. Or we can take responsibility for our inner world because, hey, when when a bunch of us are walking through the world or I guess we're in our apartments, <laughs> showing up online or walking yeah. to the grocery store the odd time we get to, mm. um, is like, when we're walking through the world feeling good with our lights turned on, we're actually healing the planet, right? Like yes. we're, we need to be, we get to be the light in the world to wake other people up. So this is the time, right? You have been quarantined to be home or, or guided to be home in this time. So how can you turn it around and make it an opportunity for you to grow and, and, and become more expansive and more lit up and more turned on and more beautiful? And I mean, I'm doing more face masks than I've ever done before <laughs> and hair masks and just like I'm remembering I'm doing oil pulling with coconut oil every morning in my teeth. Mm. Like I'm doing all the things that I know to do. It's just right now it's easier to remember because I'm here in my, um, in my sacred container so much more. Um, mm-hmm. But I, let's talk a little bit about the actual dating and the gift of, of quarantine dating. I think it's so amazing because, you, I mean, you did speak to this a little bit, but dating in person, the physical component and not even just the physical like chemistry, but the pressure that women feel when they're dating to have sex quickly to, you know, one, two, three dates in is like, oh, well, if I want to keep this guy, I've got to give it up, especially if the guy is pressuring you. Mm-hmm. And the so the, we don't have to deal with that, right? You don't have to deal with the chemistry and the attraction and the strong desire to have sex or whatever, whatever the physical, physical mm-hmm. distraction is, this is an opportunity for you to actually just build a relationship that's more like a friendship. So every person, which is, I think, the best way to date anyways, and I think you, you think the same That's thing. That's everything, yes. 100%. So, so dating, dating for friendship, well, now, I mean, you're not just going to be friends with anyone, right? And so you have an opportunity. Is the connection there? Is the conversation flowing? It Does it feel good? And you get to really get to know people. You get to really get to know yourself. And you don't have the distraction of the physical. So you can actually build, I believe, more intimacy through conversation than in person. Because most people, even when they're having sex, aren't actually being intimate. Like intimacy is into me, you see, right? It's really being vulnerable and letting people see the truth of who we are, which most, most of us are operating in love through our protective mechanisms, right? Through what we learned, what from childhood, what we learned from our past relationships, what we learned from our conditioning around love, that we have all these mechanisms that actually stop us from really connecting and really being intimate. And when you take away that physical barrier, that physical, um, that physical desire or pull, you get to experience something totally unique. I, I actually did share this story. Um, turns out he wasn't 
the right guy and wasn't actually, it wasn't actually what I thought it was. But I had a, a long distance relationship um, with someone back in God years ago, like almost 20 years ago, the one, the guy that I moved to Australia for, which I share on one of the episodes. And I was in fantasy, of course, I was like 21. So I was totally in fantasy. I didn't know any of this you know, new paradigm, new, new love that we talk about, but we were doing long distance. I met him at a trade show for work in California. And then I flew home and our only connection for the next, um, I think it was six months. Our only connection was, uh, talking on the phone, chatting on MSN. Wait, um, what is that? <laughs> you have to tell me what the heck that is. You're not that much younger than me. How do you not know what MSN is? MSN. Like, no, oh I my no God. Idea. Okay, MSN Messenger. I know that there's so many women listening that are like, yep. And then all the millennials are like, what's that? Um, so MSN chat, it was like instant chat. It was before, I think it was before, I don't even know if text message was out yet. It was like instant chat, these little chat boxes. Oh, instant messenger. Yeah, MSN Messenger. Yeah, it was instant oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you don't know what it is. Yeah. So this is like pre-Facebook, pre-everything, yeah. like just, and so our connection was through no FaceTime. email, no FaceTime, no, so we could <laughs> see each other. Right. And I had met him in person. So I, I knew what he looked like and he was very handsome and, and it, it was actually interesting because this is a great story to tell because um, I'm sure many of you will, will do your cyber or your cyber dating, I guess it is right now, quarantine dating, and may get into fantasy about it. So here's a reason not to. So we courted for about four months and every morning I would wake up and I would have a long email from him. Mm. And we chat, you know, I think like I, I go to work during the day and then we chat all night and then I go to bed and then have a long email from him in the morning. And it was so beautiful. He was an amazing writer, super romantic, like super, super romantic. He was just, it was so beautiful. And I was just, I was walking on air for months mm. and it was so fun. And especially for me and my astrology, which is relevant for our next episode. In my astrology, I have a lot of air and fire. And, and so we love communication. So for me, like I get turned on from good communication. Mm -hmm. And so we went back and forth and back and forth. And it was so beautiful. And we built this relationship completely virtually before, you know, before all the video options and mm -hmm. social media and Zoom and all of this stuff. And it was so beautiful. And then he came here to visit. And then I ended up moving to Australia. And turns out in person, it wasn't the same because he was I think putting on a bit of a front um, maybe or maybe that's just one side of him and he didn't share the other side um, mm. but so I definitely was in complete fantasy about it but what I appreciate about it is I really really got to enjoy this connection without yeah. having all the other stuff and so I, I, I share this story so you can stay grounded and rooted in the experience and in the non-attachment because your relationship with someone virtually and your relationship with someone in person might be different. Mm -hmm. So you might have like, and so that's why it's always good to not be in fantasy, right? So your mind will want to go there, but bring yourself back. I don't know this person. Okay. How do I feel? Oh, I'm celebrating my experience and my body and my feelings right now and basking in your feelings rather than thinking, oh, this guy's the one we have the most amazing conversations. I mean, James and I used to talk for nine hours on the phone. 
And then in person, it was completely the opposite. He was controlling. It was, I was like super little kid. Like it was just completely the opposite. So yeah. So don't get swept up by them. Just allow yourself to enjoy the experiences and let them unfold and know that when you show up in person, it might be different. I can't even imagine. I mean, remembering not having video like God, like FaceTime, like now we can mm-hmm. see people's facial expressions, walk around the house together, like have that connection. And one of the things I want to offer around that, I mean, we are all now getting to practice long distance relationship, right? Because yeah. there's people, I mean, there's people in relationship right now that now aren't seeing their partners, yeah, right? Like their partners could live across town even, and we're practicing social distancing. So you're not going to each other's houses, but this constant, like be wary of constant communication, right? Like one of the things that I think really makes healthy dating, like healthy long distance relationship is texting all day, I promise you is never going to go well, right? Because that is feeding the fantasy. So make sure you're still, you can still have a life even though you're at home, right? You've got plenty of things to do, plenty of things that you can be doing to take care of yourself, checking in with family members and friends, always making sure your life is big and full outside of the partnership. And then most of all, going on several virtual dates, right? Setting the pace with dating. Let's, let's not have like anybody making exclusivity commitments from having like three Zoom dates um, with someone and then deciding oh that they're the one. Or three phone dates. It reminds me of that reality show, Love is Blind, which everyone oh is watching right now. If you have watched Love is Blind, that is not reality. It, I mean, it's, <laughs> reality TV is not actually reality. Um, mm. I mean, it's an, it's a nice concept, not meeting someone and then fall. But they, I mean, they, they know each other for like two weeks and then they propose and they haven't even met in person yet. It's just insane. Insane. But a perfect, a perfect example of how I create this whole imagination for myself on what's actually happening. And I can't see the person. And I think there was something to be said because so many of us, and I, I was this person for a while, like put physical chemistry as like the most important thing rather than the unbelievable connection and sex that I have with my partner now is a direct result of the emotional intimacy that we share, right? Like great sex is not about the moves that you do. Um, And it's not a performance. It's about the connection. And so I love, and, and I love imagining all this tension that gets to build. Yeah. right now yes. right? like yeah. there is magic that's actually how consciousness happens there has to be tension in order for consciousness to form yes. that's why commitment matters it's why coaching containers matter so much it's why discipline around your practices matter so much and so if you have to have several conversations with with lots of different people right now to see how you know you feel with someone and not making any conclusions about people right now and allowing yourself to desire connection right now because most of all we did this so that you know that you don't have to put your love life on hold and everything we stand for is you're always preparing for your love life because how you date is how you'll be in relationship period it's not separate yeah right it's, it's still you right you take you wherever you go and so that that was so, such a powerful story and I think that really I wanted to highlight that on like texting all day 
right now won't serve you. Like set the pace, let there be excitement around when you have your quality time, you know, for conversations, especially now. Yeah. And let there be buildup. I love, I I love that you brought that up because it's the nonstop communication. Here's the thing. I I think we've spoken to this before, but it's like in the beginning, it feels so good. And I get it. I know the feeling. It feels so good. We just want more, 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 more. It's like having a bite of the ice cream and oh my God, it tastes so good. I need another bite. I need another bite. I need another bite. I need another bite. And then next thing you know, you feel like you're going to (laughs) die. You feel sick. you gain weight, you can't sleep, whatever. Um, So this is what happens in relationship is it feels so good in the beginning that we just want so much more and we just want to talk all the time and you want to hear from them all the time. And it's just like cookie monster, like, oh, give me more, 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 rather than letting what's happened be enough and actually basking in that. And what ends up happening is we end up feeling like they're responsible for our pleasure as we do feel they're responsible for our pain too. And then when the relationship, like the honeymoon, that beginning excitement wears off, now that person is responsible for us feeling good. So we're powerless. And then what happens in relationship is couples are like, wait, but you're, you know, the man looks to the woman is like, you're not, you're not what I signed up for. Like you were so confident in the beginning, you were so powerful and sexy and, and, you know, full of life. And now you're, you know, tired all the time, or now you're this, now you're that. And, and we look to each other, like, why have you changed? Oh, it's because we felt good and confident going into it. And then we like suck the life out of the relationship and thought that other person was responsible for how we feel. So building this relationship within yourself. And we talk about this so much and I'll say again, like you can't do it alone. You, I mean, you can do your best. Absolutely. Listen to all these podcasts, you know, do meditations, do yoga, do all the things we're talking about to fill yourself up. And so much that is going on under the surface. So many of the patterns that cause you to be codependent in relationship that cause you to want more, 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 more comes from your conditioning comes from your wounding from childhood comes from these places. So, you know, this is what Catherine and I do in, in our work is in different ways, we help women get out of who they are not this false identity, which causes relationships to be painful and disappointing and, um, or not work at all. Dysfunctional. (laughs) Dysfunctional. And we help women get into alignment with the truth of who they really are. That's what the new truth is so that you can date from that place. So, you know, this is a great time to hire a coach, get support, take a program. This is such a good time to work on your inner world. So I highly, highly recommend that you reach out to us, even just have a conversation with us. I think both of us have a, a call that we gift where we, we can explore, you know, for me on my calls, we explore and get to know your saboteur that is stopping you from showing up fully in dating and relationships. And do you want to talk about yours? And my, and my call is how do we close the gap between where you are now and what you're wanting? Right. And what's been getting in the way of why you don't have it yet. Because if there's something you've been wanting for a really long time and you keep experiencing the same thing over and over again, yes, something is absolutely in the way. And so I would be so honored to help right now. And I keep thinking one of the deepest 
most painful myths about dating for me is that dating is always about the other person and getting yes. to know the other person yeah. rather than dating's about getting to know yourself. And all of us are getting to know ourselves in this time, right? We're having to take a look at who we are, how we've been showing up, what matters to us. And so you get to just do something about that now. Like, who do you want to be on the other side of this? Because life is never going to be the same. And you, and without work, right? You will try to fit your old life into this new one that's emerging rather than do the work now, join us in a one-on-one -on -one container, whether you're in relationship already or single, and let's have you come out on the other side, more awake, more empowered, more in love with yourself, more connected to yourself, and most of all, less afraid, right? Yeah. More surrendered and, and open to life and a big 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 thank you since we know that not everyone in the world is social distancing there are nurses doctors like medical workers essential um employees and employers that are going to work and we thank you we thank you for all that you're doing and we see you and honor you Yes. And this matters for you too. All of this, yes. taking care of yourself. Um, and I just want to say that I, oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> down. Um, yeah, this is, it's, oh, I remember now that this uh, client of mine used the metaphor. I did, I had a group coaching call with sisters from all over the world um, the other night, which was so amazing. And we were talking about this time and how I really see it as the, the rise of the divine feminine and the whole world, especially this part of the world has been operating in this masculine push, hustle, go do. We glorify being busy. We glorify, you know, being stressed out and how many people yes there's a lot of people dying of corona but in contrast to how many people die of heart attacks and cancer and all the things that are caused by stress mm -hmm. is way more right way 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 more and so coronavirus is calling us back home toward the divine feminine which is uh which is nurturing and taking care of yourself and feeling your feelings and following your intuition and slowing down and coming home and like just walking through the world, being in touch with our senses and our sensuality. Like this is such a divine, divine time. And so, yeah, I, I think of, so my client used the metaphor of the cocoon, like when a mm. butterfly, when a caterpillar's in the cocoon, it's resting and it's bit, rebuilding itself into a completely different form. And so right now we're all in our cocoons and we're all rebuilding ourselves mm -hmm. so that we can soar and we can fly when this is behind us and we are the, we're experiencing what whatever new world is being born right now. And so this is your chance, this is your opportunity to morph yourself in the cocoon. So we would love to support you. And Catherine and I are birthing a program together as well um, that we'll be sharing with you very soon. And, but definitely reach out. Um, you know, women are so much, so much more than they know. And mm -hmm. I just, 
that like it's my mission to help as many women see the beauty and the magnitude that I see. And it breaks my heart seeing women go on dates, just like you said, focusing on the guy. I feel so heartbroken at the, the women that are waiting by the phone, waiting for the text, waiting for the validation, trying to get validation from him as opposed to learning how to feel validated from within, learning how to fill up your worth from within so you're no longer externalizing your self-worth. And this is, this is the problem with dating and relationships is we're trying to get it from outside of ourselves as opposed to being filled up and then being a magnet to love. So, And you can only create empowered relationship that way. <laughs> like that's it. That is the exactly. only way to create empowered relationship. And so the links to both of our websites to apply to work with us are always in the notes. And if you haven't already joined us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, come play with us over there. And of course, if you love this podcast, sub subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, share with your friends. We're so grateful for you and would love to hear your thoughts on this episode if you are dating right now or if you're using this time to date yourself. We'd and if you have any questions oh yeah of course of course we want to hear what you want us to talk about too so yep. we love you and we'll see you next time see you next time thank you for listening to the new truth podcast you are a woman first throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love if you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. <laughs> like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.